When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look at that. We're live, Danny. No, for real, we're live. There's like millions of people watching this. He's Danny Shirey. I'm Daniel Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. We were here to cover what we thought might have been a good hockey game. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. I don't know if it was a good hockey game. It was Mike, Mike Sullivan said, yeah, it was entertaining. You might have gotten a laugh out of it. You might have enjoyed it. The coaches sure wouldn't have. What do you take from this, if anything? Uh, well, I think the one thing you can't take away from it is that Chris Letang obviously displayed the, the high-end offense that he can bring to the table. I'm, I'm sure he, like the rest of the team, have quite a bit they'd like to clean up in the defensive zone. But uh, in the offensive zone for Letang, it seemed like he was maybe a little more apt or, or engaged, especially low in the zone to kind of make plays. That was plays. San Jose, dude. It, it, I, <laughs> I mean, again, it, you, you don't want to compare it. That was years ago and, and maybe one of the best games he's ever played. But you It can't, was his you, best game. You can't tell yeah. me that the first goal he scored tonight wasn't reminiscent of that goal he scored in Game oh, 6. Oh, I mean, it was – the shift was. Yeah, the goal itself was – there wasn't great goaltending in this game. Right. Okay, uh, somebody just tweeted in my direction a little bit ago that it's a good thing it didn't go to a shootout or someone would have had to win 97 to 96. <laughs> and that's probably accurate with the way between Alex Lyon and Casey DeSmith were tending goal. Yikes. Yeah, it, yikes. Look, Casey, Casey DeSmith most of the time is, is a completely fine backup, but I think we're starting to see now that you're either going to get one end of the spectrum or the other, and there's really not going to be much in, of an in-between with him. If, if you look at his numbers on the season, they are roughly around what a, a backup would be or, or even just a league average goaltender. But the problem is, is when you get into games like tonight and you're like, oh, crap, he gave up six goals. Or you look at the games he plays well, he gave up like one goal on 30 shots kind of thing. So from him, they're going to need a little bit more consistency. But tonight there was just crappy goaltending. Yeah, I mean, there were a couple of goals that, look, they were so bad at defending in general, at preventing goals, that it's – it, it's almost too easy to just say it was on everybody, except that it was on everybody. When you look at the nature of the breakdowns that led to the chances against DeSmith, and then from there you see DeSmith going out after a 50-50 puck with Carter Verhage, who only owned the puck all night long. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, you just can't do it. it it's, it's a... Can I say that it's a different hockey team when Tristan Jari's in net? In addition to the fact that Jari's a much better goaltender, like J- Jason Zucker even ad- admitted as much. Uh, I think it was at the end of last week. We were talking. I asked him about you know 
obviously you want Jari back in the crease there, but just what does it mean for your guys' confidence out there? And he goes, well, honestly, we haven't played nearly as well in front of DeSmith or Tukarski versus when Jari's in the net. And it's like, well, you think you might want to do something yeah, it, about it's, that. It's, it's accurate. By the way, anybody wants to ask us a question, fire away on either YouTube or Facebook. DeMond Brown just says, what's happening? To which I will say, a lot. There are 13 goals on that board, DeMond. That was a lot happening. Uh, is This was a... When I look at this team, I think of them performing the way they did in Newark, meaning what they have to do, not here. And I understand they needed this outcome. This is a team that's, you know, in that playoff hunt. They need points. They can't keep, you know, winning only two out of every ten overtimes. So all of that was a welcome development. Why am I not able to shake off that the rest of this was just so not good? Well, because when I think of this team, that's what I think yeah. of. That's what I think of, right? We we know this team has that high-end end offensive capability where they're going to be able to fill the net regardless of whether Alex Lyons the opposing goaltender or not. But th- this team's inability to just clamp down. At- there's none. There's no clamping down. Th- there's none. And it, it, When Geno it- scored... To bring the lead back, you knew they were giving up another one. You just knew we, it. We've seen it how many times yeah. in this exact building this season. It, it's it's never over. And I, I don't know if a lot of that just stems from – it seems almost like just a lack of anticipation. I don't want to call it a lack of effort. I see – I've heard you use that term. What do you mean when you say that, lack of anticipation? So, so, you know, when you see guys in the defensive zone and then one pass diagonally across the zone pulls everybody out of, out of their spot, and then next thing you know there's two guys wide open in front of your own net. Yeah, yeah. That's a lack of anticipation, right? Because okay. you've got to be thinking ahead. If this puck goes here, where do I need to be and where am I going to need to be be going? As a defensive player, you can still dictate turns without the puck on your stick, right? By taking the angles you take and the routes you take to seal off carriers, taking lanes Making away. yourself available, too, if, you're, if your guys have the puck. And when you look at the tying goal, the one I just described here, uh, Ricard Raquel, who's as reliable as anybody, uh, at uh, on or near the puck, just kind of had the puck go off of his stick and it kind of carried him back there. But you saw everything was just discombobulated all around him, and he wasn't in motion either. I just don't see a team that is trending toward defensive excellence, and I'm not even counting this game, believe it or not, when I say that. I, I think that's a completely fair yeah, assessment. I, this team, you know, they keep talking about all the all the right things that they need to do. And, again, they did just win this game. You don't want to sit here and, and be a miser about everything. But at the same time, has this team put together even a, a three- or four-game stretch this season where you're like, wow, that was really solid, complete defensive I got two, Winnipeg and St. Paul. And then even then they went right into Chicago and – and, and right. got that's, away from it. That's yeah. my point. And I, I completely understand that they're the league's oldest team and that last year they flipped a switch going into the playoffs after they kind of slept walk into the postseason. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think it's a good game plan to go, oh, they can turn it on when they need it, especially when it's defensively. Mm-hmm. Like offensively, I, I can get on board with that. But defensively, there's there's too many things going on there to think that you can just change that. No, there's, there's no question about that. Ryan asks Dan and Danny, what do you guys think about the play of Latang tonight? Uh, was a good game needed uh, for, for him to keep it up Thursday against Washington. He he was he was good. I, I don't care. In his case, I don't care what happened at the other end. I really don't. No, I I, I really don't care either. Do you see him doing that stuff? There's there's few blue liners around the league that can 
can do that in the offensive zone, what Latang did tonight. And, and quite frankly, the, the defense, it, it just doesn't matter with him at this point. You saw what happened when they were trotting Jan Ruda out as, as the top pairing guy on the right side. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Yeah, that's, and, a, that's a good way of looking that, at it. That's not a, not a knock on Ruda. He's fine in, in the right role and everything. But you look at the way Latang was distributing the puck coming out of the zone. He was gaining both blue lines himself with the puck on his stick, not relinquishing possession, oh, right? The, the pass to Raquel. Those are those are huge, huge things. And, and I I think there's a lot for him to clean up there, too. So, I, again, it's just one game. But... I think that was as, about as encouraging of a return to the lineup as you go for. I don't think you can do a whole lot better than that. Joe says, is it time to start looking for a backup goalie? There seems to be a big drop from Jari. There, there is a really big drop from Jari. Oh, where are you going to get yourself a backup goalie? Well, here, here's the way I look at it. Uh, aside from DeSmith being what he is, if you really wanted to make an upgrade in goal, especially as a backup, because they're, they're not going to go out and get a starter this year. That's just out of the question. No, he can't. So, with the... Now, I shouldn't say he can't. That's a Ron Hextall assessment. Okay, well, where I'm going yeah. with this is with the with the minimal resources and salary cap space available to maneuver hockey trades or, or any kind of roster moves, do you really want to burn any sort of capital or maybe guys like Owen Pickering as your top prospects to go and upgrade a backup position? Put that no, in, no, no, no. As a backup, your... yeah, you, you, there's very little you can do as a backup. And the backups that do become available tend to be expensive backups. Uh, I always refer to these around deadline time as the Yaroslav Halaks. Like, Halak is always available at every deadline. But he always comes with a $3.5 million price tag or something in that range. And it typically doesn't end up being worth it. And, it's, and it doesn't end up being worth it. So, yeah, that's it, it's a little bit... It's a little bit different here. Jeff says Tanger kicked the extra point. Yeah, he did. And on that note, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We're gonna try these live. You know, you can come along too. You know, and we didn't screw up. I don't know. We kind of did. Did you notice that the camera went like whoop, at one point and we had to slide up? They did. I'll bet you. <laughs> We're still new at this. We'll we'll get we'll get good. We'll get good. See you next time.